Hello, and welcome to today's edition of Chapter by Chapter for Eye of the World. I am your host, Will Cowan, and with me, like always, you're with me every day, even though we, don't, we don't see each single day. We don't see each other in person. We don't socialize in person. We all, I just know you for, as a face. I won't anymore. <laughs> I won't socialize with anyone. <laughs> now that we've discovered the power of the screen. The the video call. Listen, I'm harnessing the power. You want to talk about what power I'm harnessing? The one power of the book. All right. That sounds a little religious-y, but it's not. I was going to say. I mean, the book I'm talking about is The Eye of the World, baby. Well, it's not called The Eye of the World, baby. It's called The Eye of the World. And let me tell you. Yesterday, I hung a hammock in my front yard, and I've been laying in that puppy and reading some, reading some book. <laughs> okay? So that's how I'm doing. How are you doing? That sounds, that sounds very relaxing. I'm doing okay. Um, yeah. Today, we're getting into chapter 23. Man, we're cruising along here. I felt like... Literally, last week, we were only on chapter 16. I think we were. I think we were. Uh, Chapter 23. This chapter, this is probably the best character introduction in this book thus far since the Gleeman. The Gleeman chapter. Yeah, definitely. Hands down. So, So, before we get into who's been introduced... There's a, we're, we're picking up right where Egwene and Perrin left off in the last chapter, where they're still just walking. They're trying to get the camera. Head in the camera room. And, and the, the, the first like couple of pages spreads over like, I don't know, maybe like a week's time. Yeah. Maybe. Days. Days yeah, of them couple, walking, taking turns, cheese. riding on the horse on Bella, hearing about who yeah. should be riding on the horse. Yeah. Like... Parrot, I think it's kind of interesting. Like they, I in my head, like I don't think of Parrot as like a big guy, but this is one of the first chapters where they kind of say that Parrot is a big guy because he worked as a as a blacksmith. Yeah, you know, you don't, you're not a small person. I mean, he's the biggest of all of them, isn't he? I think so. Yeah, he's like a big bear, like not bear, but like he's just like he's just a big. He's a bear man. He's a trollic. He's been a a trollic the whole time. He has the head of a bear. And there's this great little scene where uh he gets he gets on bella and he like he sees bella look back at him like get the fuck off what me. the fuck man <laughs> he's like I, i'm sorry man but Egwene, she's just telling me like this to, to like sit on the horse sit on you while she walks they've got a good like little system going on here though like they whoever's on the horse is like they're just relaxed and chilling on the horse and the other person's kind of like hunting for food or gathering or whatever yeah you know but when whenever he winds up to do something, she's starts using the one power or trying to, you know, to start a yeah. fire to. Uh... Yeah, there's a there's there's that scene where they they're just trying to start a fire. Perrin goes off to get some wood. He find, he catches a rabbit and he comes back and he sees a just kind of like kneeling over the fire with her eyes closed, like meditating over it. It's like, what are you doing? Yeah, and he's not like, cool with it. Yeah, and she's like, I'm trying to start the fire because in the last chapter where he first m- met her, he smelled smoke, and that's how he was able to find her and like see 
tracks. I don't know if we mentioned in the last chapter that he smelled smoke, but he did. Um, I think we did. He's got he, a powerful sniffer. He's got a powerful Nothing sniffer. Nothing is possible. Um, and so she had a fire in the last chapter. And he's like, this time he's like, okay, pull out your uh, steel and flint or whatever, like to make a fire. And she's like, <clears throat> I don't have it. I've been using the one power to, try, to start fires. And he's like, yeah, just shoot a flame Hadouken onto this, onto this wood pile, <laughs> which goes to show like her power is already developing at a rate that is very fast. Don't you think? Oh yeah. Considering, you know, like, uh, what, like a, maybe like a couple weeks. How, how, how much time has passed? A couple weeks. I would say max amount of time since they've left Emmons field is probably max maybe a month and a half maybe two months yeah if that even if that so two months ago Uh, she had no magic she had zero nothing nothing you know and uh she then like the next time you see her use her power she's able to like light up a rock a stone you know she's able to create light out of this uh thing that moraine hands her hands her and um i guess through the time like spending with moraine she might have picked up a few things but now she's like she can from time to time, I don't think it's every single time, but she can conjure up enough flame to create a small fire. So if I Sedai or if it, Moraine's armory of magic is like U S military style, like she's got, she's got the power of like tanks and Apache helicopters and that sort of shit. Egwene's power is like a pocket knife. Currently. Right? Yeah. yeah, currently. It's still useful. An Apache pocket knife. An Apache pocket knife. It's got a little propeller. Yeah. Spin it. And Shaped like up. a little helicopter. Shaped like a little it's helicopter. Fun. So parents like, st- stop using that. <laughs> I hate that. Stop that. Um, there's, a, there's another part where they're just like, it, it's kind of like they're just kind of passing the time together. They're eating bread and cheese. They find a point where they find some mushrooms. They have some good time with mushrooms. Finally, you know. Finally, something different than bread uh, and cheese. They snack on a couple shrooms. St- <laughs> I was uncertain before- about these shrooms because they mentioned that they start, you know, they enjoy them in laughter and yeah, start exchanging tales, reminiscing about Emmons Field. I wasn't sure exactly what the nature of these mushrooms are. These, what are they called? Queens, Queens Crowns. Crown? Queen's Crown. Queen's Crown mushrooms. Yeah. Mm. And I bought a dime bag of those like six months ago. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I wasn't sure about the nature of these shrooms, but I mean, I guess they're just mushrooms. Um, I mean, like, look, we've talked about bread and cheese a lot in this series. And uh, having something else, like, other than just the same meal... You're gonna you're gonna lighten up a little bit. Mood's gonna change. Well, I think they should have pocketed yeah. a few of them so they could mix them in with the bread and cheese next time, and have a bread, ah, cheese, and yeah. shroom mix. You know, yeah, shroom have a little vegetable bread. in there. Yeah. Mm. Um. There's a great there's a, there's a point in this chapter, like very 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 beginning, where they're like maybe like parent thinks like ah oh, it would be really great to play a game of tubers and shoots. Tubers what and the- shoots. What the hell is tubers and shoots? I mean, it sounds like snakes Steve? and ladders. Yeah, but with tubers. <laughs> is there a glossary entry for tubers and shoots? Definitely not. I looked. Fuck. 
Because I was like, I right, let's uh, let's play a game of tubers shoots right now. Let's play on air. I'm tubers. <laughs> oh, I'm shoots. Start running. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> after like they spent a couple of days, kind of with each other. Do you think that there's going to be any sort of romantic love connection? Yeah, a little love connection between the two here. Um, nope. <laughs> I don't know. I, th- I think I think Probably. there's a possibility. I mean, I guess there's more leaning towards this than anyone else, but we'll see. I don't know. There's not a, so far. There hasn't been any of that. Like, there hasn't been much of any of that kind of stuff. I know, but this would be a great opportunity to do that, so that when you finally meet up with Rand when we finally have all these characters back together again, if they ever do like Egwene and Perrin being together and Rand being like stuck on a boat for six months singing sea shanties and thinking of Egwene, his, his long lost love. They get back together. Wouldn't that be kind of like an interesting sort of dynamic, Mm -hmm. you know, fill out a couple, couple hundred pages of content. I bet you Rand's going to find himself, uh, yeah, I think he's gonna find a a comely lass along the way. Oh yeah, I think so. Look, man, when you're on a pirate ship, anything goes. Anything goes. <laughs> anything goes. Like it doesn't have to be a lass. It could be a lad. It doesn't it? No, by hey, it does <laughs> not. It could be a lad. Matt is with him, and uh, you know, perhaps Matt's got a got a nice looking dagger. <laughs> oh yeah let's isolate that so as they're moving towards i mean they're just walking towards cameron road for days and days and days and it's basically yeah. the same thing over and over for them <clears throat> yeah until they start smelling smoke once again now, that sniffer picks up the, the smoke <laughs> oh man he can pick up a scent a scent but well i wonder if that, this has to do with anything because when they smell the smoke, they Perrin goes checking it out, and he's like, "God, I hope it's rabbits, or just I hope it's not our friends being boiled, or, or I hope it's not Trollocs that I'm coming up on." He's just hoping and hoping and hoping, and he comes up across this dude, and the dude is like, "Well, you can have some. You guys haven't ate for a couple of days since I've been tracking you." Yeah. So like, well. The, I might have missed something. I mean, well, yeah, like he he does a little sneaking before he go, starts talking to him, peering at the dude, seeing what's going on. Dude's like covered in furs. He's like wearing animal furs. He looks like Nightwolf from Mortal Kombat. Yeah, I mean, not necessarily, yep. but that's I don't know. He's uh, they don't mention like he I okay. I mean, let's get right into this. These are wolf people. All right, guys? <laughs> These are wolf people. Yeah. These are wolf people. So or a wolf a wolf man. I mean, I like they, they don't specify here that they're like um like an indigenous type. But that's what you had in your head? Well, they do say a few they say a few things that sort of uh the sun brown skin that Yeah, and you know that that sort of thing. So, you know, 
if 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 you're using Nightwolf in your head like me, that's great. If you're using that little boy from the Twilight movies, sure. I mean, if you're using Arnold Schwarzenegger, perfect. All right, but the fact of the matter is, these are wolf people. Yeah, Parent notices but the man's eyes are golden they're yellow. Different. They're different. They're golden yellow, piercing. So, so the guy says, like, I've been tracking you for the last few weeks or for how for however long. Um, thinking like, I don't know if he says why, but he's just been kind of. Pay, he's just been kind of paying attention to him. I don't know if he's drawn to them or if the 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 one power is kind of like shifting their destinies together. Um, yeah, his name is says. Elias. His name is Elias. Uh, Machera. Machera. I I've got notes down here and they're just written in like. But I just have Elias Machera written. Elias scribbled Machera. out like a maniac. <laughs> Wolf blood? Question mark wolf blood um so he invites them to like eat and he's like i'm not gonna hurt you give them some cooked rabbit which i mean after the cheese and bread and the mushrooms so i'm sure it's anything sounds good oh yeah anything sounds good and uh they start talking and they're like we're trying to get to camelin and he's like he like stops them he's like starts laughing he's like you guys are so fucking lost right now. <laughs> you are real north of Cameron. Like you're not you like they are completely going the wrong way. Yeah, you guys are out of here. Like like you 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 messed this up. And he he says a line, he's like, Oh my friends are coming. Yeah. And that's kind of like, oh my God, like if this guy's really uh really evil, then his friends like that could that could be bad news for could be Trollocs. Could be, could be Mirdral. It could be just bandits. Yep. You know, you're out in the country, right? And it's a fantasy world, and people could who be anything. Above you the just law. create a new thing, and then there it is. Yeah, and that's what that's kind of happening here. Because as they, <laughs> that's kind of like, like what's exactly happening. what's happening here. Because now there's werewolves <laughs> in the story, folks. Well, I, they're not. I don't think they're werewolves because well, they're just wolves. Yeah, the wolves just show up. Yes, the wolves show and, up, and I uh, guess there's yes, and and Elias. Can speak Elias to the just wolves. kind of, yeah, like the wolves don't attack them. They just like settle down around them. They're just hanging out. They're just chilling. And Egwene and Perrin are like, "We gotta fight wolves. We gotta fight some wolves." Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, "No, no, 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 no. It's fine. Just relax. These are my friends." And he this calls is, them, and he's like, "Name it." I have their names. I have their names too. You tell them. Dapple, Hopper, Burn, and Wind. I think yeah. those are great wolf names. Those are great wolf names. Um, I've heard my favorite is Dapple. Well, Dapple, throughout their conversation, they're they're kind of learning more about who he is, and he's kind of saying that he's a wolf brother. And wolf brothers are this uh, group of people that have been around way longer. They they're like an ancient people, you know. They they this practice of talking to wolves and being a part of a wolf clan is. Um, ancient and only so many people can do it and because of the fact that they do this they kind of live sort of solitary lifestyles they live with wolves most of the time yeah wolf you know and uh part of the reason why 
I think um, Elias was following Perrin and Egwene. And he says this here, is that he he says to uh, Perrin, he's like, you got a bit of, you got a bit of the wolf brother in you. Yeah, it turns out that Perrin can also talk to wolves. Well, he doesn't, he doesn't fully accept it at first. Like, but when he's looking at the wolves, he can just like see expressions on their face or kind of read them in a different way. They never really thought of before. Yeah. And there was that um, time he was at the zoo and he made the glass disappear in between the, <laughs> what the wolf got out of the glass. Sorry, messing Dang. with his cousin. <laughs> uh, and he doesn't know how to take it, but I think there, there's another point where Elias, like, tell me, tell us your story, and we'll decide, like, if if you're like good or like I can't remember, but like we'll decide like if we're gonna be helping you. And they and they tell this story. It's like a cover story of them trying to see the world. Um, kind of hitting the beats. It's interesting because it kind of hits some of the beats that the the Gleeman told to the pirate. I can't remember his name already, but the pirate guy, Captain like, Berlon. I don't know. That's not it. <laughs> that is definitely not it. But it kinda, it's funny because it kind of <laughs> it it kind of hits some of those same beats. Not all the same beats, but some of them. Of just being travelers and just like they hit the same places over and over and over again. And as soon as they wrap up that story, Dapple like starts growling. He's like, bullshit. Yeah. Dapple and Elias knows. is like, Dapple, he's like, Elias is like, Dapple uh, doesn't believe that. For a hot second, he doesn't believe it. And Burn, he, Burn, Burn is like, he's like the Raphael of the group. Yeah, Burn's the you cool know? guy. Well, no. Yeah, Burn's the cool guy. Well, there might be a there might be a Michelangelo. Is all I'm saying. Well, the way I thought of it already is that Dapple is the Leonardo, like uh, Elias. Elias says that Dapple kind of leads his pack. So I see Dapple as a Leonardo. Burn is a Raphael. He's a little more hot headed. He's got scar on his face. His uh, he's got a red bandana. It's uh, he's Raphael. The other two, Hopper and Wind. I don't know. They've got to be like Donatello and Michelangelo in some sort of way. They sure are. It's it's the four powers, man. You go, if you're going to have a group of four, you have to hit those personality types. That's right. You know? So it's written in stone. It's the way it has to be. Burn also hates them. He hates people. You know? And yeah. They uh, mentioned a couple of times that they don't like people. Yeah. They so like they don't like going in the cities. They don't like being around large groups of people at all. Yeah, and Burn doesn't like Perrin or Gwen, and he's like, "Why don't we just kill him?" Excuse me. Why don't we just kill him? And mm-hmm. uh, but like it's not said like that. He just like growls, and then like Dapple stops him and uh, Elias. It's funny because like when the conversation happens between Elias and the dogs or the wolves. Uh, no, no words are said. They just look at each other. Yeah, they just like stare at each other and just feed off of each other's emotions. And that's when they come up with the, with just the agreement to follow them after Perrin and Egwene tell the truth of where they're going. Like they were, they tell the truth, and Elias says, "Sorry, we're gonna follow you." And they say, yeah. "Why?" And he says, "Dapple says so." Dapple says so. 
And then Burn gets real pissed. Yeah, he gets real mad and he just fucks off into the forest. Yeah. Does that like Huff? And that's where I see the Raphael analogy works really well. Just getting, just, you know, getting all pissed off and putting on that that coat and a hat going out in the sea. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fighting some dudes on the roof. Pretending he's Batman. Yeah. This is garbage. I don't want anything to do with you guys for the next chapter or so. I'll be back kind of huffing, puffing, but. Um, but it's in this moment, too, that Perrin actually feels the hatred from Burn. And, yeah. uh, you know, maybe he says, hey, maybe I am a wolf man. Maybe I'm a wolf brother. Freaking, he's still freaking out about it, though, in a way that, like, I don't know if I would be free. I don't know. Like, I, like it's a fantasy world. I don't know. Like, and like these people, the Emmons field folk are just so afraid of magic or anything just kind of outside the realm of normality that being told you have Aes Sedai powers or you can talk to wolves or anything like that, you get kind of mad, especially like Perrin and Matt. Like they still don't, Perrin especially still doesn't want to do any, doesn't want anything to do with Aes Sedai. Like he's just doing this because his friends are still involved in this and he mm-hmm. wants to be there for his friends. So when he's told this, that he's wolf, that he can, that he's a wolf brother, he's, uh, he's so resistant to it. And he's, he's like, he sees the fact that he can kind of read the feelings of these wolves, but he's very resistant to it, which, uh, honestly, Steve, I don't think I would, I think I'd be I would talking embrace to the shit out of that. I'd be like, <laughs> yeah. Hopper, Saddle up. I'm riding you now. <laughs> um, a couple I'd be notes talking to dogs I have here too. Every day. Is they mention, like, Elias mentions, once they hear the story, he, men- he mentions they don't like Aes Sedai. Big surprise. Nobody does. Nobody trusts him. <clears throat> but mm-hmm. his reasoning is, is that he, unfortunately, has killed a couple warders in his time. Yeah. And uh, it's not looked upon too kindly. So the I said I have more of a problem with him than he maybe does is, with them. Is, uh, do you get the idea that Elias is kind of immortal in a way? Like yeah, he's that, lived oh, for like a something. long time. Yeah, definitely. There's something going like, on there. I'm really interested in to see his character get sort of fleshed out here and what else they, I don't know. Like, is I it? think he's. I maybe I don't know. Like, I think he's great. Like, I think this character is this ca- This character could be the mentor character for Perrin. Like, you know how in last chair last uh, last chapter that we read, I was talking about you know the hero story. This is kind of the uh, the hero story kind of arc for Perrin now because you know how Gwen kind of take it, took a step back uh, in the last chapter to kind of let Perrin take the lead. Mm-hmm. It could be for the fact that Robert Jordan was like, I want to flesh out Perrin a little bit more because we spent some time on Egwene, her eyes die powers, that sort of stuff. But now we, let's focus on Perrin and this ability. And if you remember from Min's prophecy that wolves are involved in Perrin's future in some sort of way. I think she mentions that she sees wolf. Ooh, were they were they his? Was his a wolf? Yeah. Yeah, I think I think that was something to do with his uh his prophecy that Min was telling. Yeah, it is. I'm I'm looking yeah. His is wolf and a broken crown and trees flowering around Perrin. 
So the last two things don't bode too well for him. A broken crown. I mean, what if he's like, like uh, supposed to be king? Uh, wolf, wolf brothers in some sort of way. Maybe there's some sort of like race of wolf brothers that. Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, he's like a yeah. Maybe he is part of a royal wolf blood lineage. Yeah, or maybe he maybe he takes a crown after maybe something happens to the wolf. Yeah, like king. Maybe the crown, a broken crown, means a broken lineage. Yeah, you know, maybe he's he's involved in that lineage in some way. Or maybe somebody else has taken him away from that lineage. But that also bodes to the fact that he could be born outside of Emmett's field, making now Rand and uh, Perrin the two different people that were born outside of Emmett's field that could be part of the Dark One's plan. Yeah. And then his last thing is trees flowering around him. That doesn't sound any good that doesn't sound that good sounds like that sounds like death that sounds like death that sounds like a funeral that sounds like an urukai has shot 10 arrows into him and aragorn just gave him a kiss on the forehead yep it doesn't bode very well for him at all uh so where were we again yeah wolf wolf brother people are like an older than Aes Sedai. they don't have a good history with Aes Sedai. um and Dapple, after te- after telling the truth, Dapple tells Elias, who relays it to Perrin and Egwene, that they're going with them. That they're now they're they're like a wolf pack in a way. They're bonded, trying to yeah, trying to get the Camelin. Now, which is pretty I cool. I don't know. They got this like wolf entourage now. Wolf guards. Absolutely, I would feel a hundred percent better yeah. every night now. That you've got this guy that's like who's admitted to like yeah, I said eyes and warders don't really get along with me. I've killed a bunch, and you'd be like, okay, well if he's killed a bunch, they also mentioned also uh, burn has burn has a trollic wound that they kind of brush over. Yeah, I wonder if that's um, why he runs off because they've experienced they've ran they've ran into trollics and they're like why don't why aren't we going after trollics right now instead of going to Caitlin. And yeah, that's like, got to be it, right? That Burn wants yeah. to go get revenge on the Trollocs. Yeah, exactly. Which, like that, to me, that spells the demise of Burn. Well, you know, I hope I can not. See, I, but they got four of them, so they're definitely expendable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I also, I'm going to call it right now, uh, Elias. He's not making it out of this series alive. <laughs> I mean, we don't need him really. If Perrin's a wolf brother. <laughs> We don't need a lot. Baron's a wolf brother, probably with some sort of broken lineage, maybe some some uh, royalty in him. Uh, I don't. Yeah, the, 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 Elias is not making it out of this series alive. I don't think so. But that uh, that that wraps up this yeah, chapter. That's basically this is a, it. Yeah, that's basically it. Um, we'll be back tomorrow. What chapter is this again? Chapter. Chapter, chapter this is chapter twenty three, so we'll be back tomorrow with chapter say with me now, chapter twenty twenty four. I see that was perfect. We gotta work on our timing. No, that was perfect. That was perfect. Yeah, flight down the RNL. So I think we'll be going back to uh uh Rand and uh and uh, everybody, but we'll we'll see. I haven't read the chapter yet. Uh yeah, thank you all for listening and we'll be back tomorrow. Thanks guys. <laughs>